Hello wonderful peoples, welcome to the very first Teo is back podcast. Today is a special day because it is my birthday. I've been thinking about starting a podcast for a while now, so why not start it on my birthday? So, welcome to the very first birthday podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Glad you made it. So the topic I want to talk about today is how to be yourself in a relationship as a man. I know it might be a bit random, it might be a bit too niche, but um, I guess in this podcast series I, I want to go into depth about topics that I don't always talk about on, on YouTube or on other platforms or like on Instagram or something like that. And because this audio, I know audio is some, it feels a bit intimate you know like i can hear the sound that's coming out of this mic straight into my ears so it is it is it warrants a kind of like a more intimate uh, conversation which is what i'm going to try to talk, uh, deal with today so why talk about this topic well i am 33 years old today i feel like now at this age i am finally starting to see how long life is actually and funny thing 10 years ago i thought you know when i was 30 that would be like the the max or something that would be that would be old you know <laughs> so funny now that i'm in my 30s i feel like oh my god now now i know I'm a, I'm a child in life i feel i feel younger actually it's very weird because the young people probably see me as the, as the old guy um so I didn't want to talk about the cliche things about the things I learned in my in my 32 years or 33 years on earth because like I said I feel like I'm a child and I know many people who are older feel the same way too because just get to a point when you think when you realize I thought I knew but now I know that I did not know actually yeah don't know if that makes sense so in today's topic I want to talk about how to be yourself in a relationship as a man Mostly because, um, yeah, let's be honest, guys. We do not talk about these topics uh, between ourselves. Um, I never really have the motivation to go initiate this kind of conversation with a guy. And when we do talk about it, it's usually under intoxication or not planned at all. Or maybe out of frustration because maybe we've lost something or, you know, we've gone too far. So staying true to that and seeing that it is my birthday I'm going to have a drink so for those who can see me I'm pouring a glass of uh, Cointreau one of my uh, favorite drinks yeah so for those of you guys wondering, technically I'm recording this video a few days before my birthday because this is going to be my first podcast ever. I needed uh, some time to um, to figure out how this thing works. You know, believe it or not, I'm just recording this. I don't know how to upload. I don't know how the editing thing works. Uh, I just thought, let me do it now. Otherwise, I'm not gonna uh, do it at all. So, cheers wherever you are. If you can see me, if you can hear me, this shot is for you. All right. 
Oof, I like that. So I made a few notes just to stay on track. You know me, I like to keep it concise. Um, but at the same time, I like to, I'm trying to be more loose because I find it difficult to talk about bullshit. <laughs> um, I don't like people talking about bullshit, so I don't like, you know, to waste people's time. So that's why I, every time when I want to post something, I will, I tend to think about it. And sometimes I think about it too long. So, um, for those of you who are listening for the first time, who, who do not know me, who are, who's, who's wondering uh, what, what is this guy mumbling about? Let me introduce myself. My name is Theophil Mutesa. I was born and raised in Rwanda. And right around 1994, we fled the country because of the genocide that happened against the Tutsis. We bounced around a few countries. I lived in Congo, Zambia, and then at the end we moved to Europe uh, where I landed in the Netherlands. So I say I, but of course it was my parents who who, who arranged all of those things. So I, I arrived in the Netherlands when I was about 10 years old. I remember it was January, it was cold, and personally I kind of loved the whole experience. You know, people say children need a like a consistent environment. Me, I beg the differ. I love the whole moving around. We went places, you made new friends, then you, you moved on. You know, then again, we were, I guess, lucky that nothing bad really happened between us. You know, like we were separated as a family for like two years or so. But within those two years, it was kind of arranged in a way. So we knew where everything, at least my parents knew where the where, where they were, they were in communication, so there was nothing really strange happening. We were just boys. Uh, for the people watching me on YouTube, I can show you uh, a picture of my brothers. So I have uh, three brothers. And uh, so when we were moving around, we were just boys playing around, playing in the streets. And then my mother always said, you guys... You didn't know what was going on. You were just playing and then before you knew it, someone called you to come and eat and then that was your life. And I was like, yeah, that was really mostly our life. Many things were happening, but we didn't know what was happening. So after moving to the Netherlands, we kind of stayed there. I, I like to say I, I that's where I got my education. and got, you know, my first girlfriend, first paying job, everything. Uh... After 20 years or so living in the Netherlands, in Europe, I decided to come back to Rwanda. To come back to the country where I was born, to help rebuild the country, to help, you know, to start a new new life in a way. And so that, that's what uh, brought me here. Um, anyway, this story you can also find on my YouTube. But I guess what people, what I do not talk about mostly on, on, my, on my YouTube channel is that... Um, What's relating to this topic? As I grow older now, I'm I'm finding it more and more difficult to kind of uh, to stay myself. You know, when I'm young, when you're young, everything's so pure. You like this, you don't like this. You like that guy, you don't like that guy. It's kind of like straightforward. But the older I get, the more knowledge I have, the more I know I need to eat those vegetables sometimes. Things that I don't like, but I know that's good for me. I know I need to be in contact with these kind of people because it's beneficial for me or for my business or whatever. Um, so the more I move around like that, the more I feel like I'm kind of losing myself. And then 
comes a relationship, which is the topic of today. How to to stay yourself in a relationship. So personally, I'm in an yeah almost four year relationship right now with my girlfriend. It's been going great to be honest. Uh, there's no complaints over there, except for one thing. The long this is this is my longest relationship I have ever had, and the longer I stay in it, the more I feel like I am morphing i'm morphing with her so every time when i have like some ideas some things i i tend to want to bounce it off her i ask her opinion about a lot of stuff and then mostly i get like this kind of i call it a girly opinion like an opinion from a girl's perspective which is not always bad of course but it's not it's 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 not me and then i get frustrated i'm like ah but then i'm like i'm the one who asked for the opinion um and it's of course it's hard when you're in, in such a committed relationship not to become like the other person so that's for me that's how i'm feeling it i feel like i'm becoming more and more like her i'm thinking more like her i'm thinking more through her um which makes it tough and it makes it tough particularly as a as a guy um let me explain so guys i don't know if you, people can leave comments on podcast but um i know on youtube it's possible uh, but just let me know am i the only one who feels this so why is it why is it like an issue i would say not to listen to her in a way because i feel it in my gut that it's not good uh to be too entrenched with her in a way because um yeah first of all in a relationship between man and woman there's no real equality. I know we are living in the world where we want to have everything equal, gender balance and everything, but there's still no real equality. The way I see it, it's like when you're going somewhere with someone in a car and the man is driving the car. So even though the woman is the passenger and she is a valued co-passenger and who might even decide the destination and everything, the man is the one who's driving the car. So what happens if, let's say, the lady says, let's take this exit. And you as the guy who's driving, you take the exit. And then it happens to be wrong or something happens along the road, you know. It is still the responsibility of the guy. You know, the responsibility still falls on the guy because he was the one who was driving the car. So that's how I'm feeling mostly when I'm in a relationship, um, you know, with my girl. I feel like I'm responsible. I'm driving somewhere. Um, and sometimes for those who drive cars and who have <laughs> licenses, sometimes when you're driving, you, 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 you have an inch, you know, you have like a reflex. You, they're just something that, you know, you feel how the car is moving or you have a certain thing and then you base your decisions on, on those kind of things. Um, and which a co-passenger cannot fully experience, you know, you know, when you push on that gas pedal, how fast your car moves. So, you know, if you want to undertake a car, how fast they can be. You know, or you might have looked at the map and just looked at the gas. I don't know. There's just things that as a driver, you have more knowledge of than the person who is in the co-passenger seat. Um, so with that said, because I am the driver, I still need to stay kind of like focused on the road. Um, even though my co-passenger can come and, you know, give their opinion, I'm, I still need to stay focused on the road, know that I'm the one driving this car. So, um, yeah, talking about that, I know I might be rambling, but uh, I'm going to a point. 
I've been in the in a committed four year relationship with my girlfriend, and two of those four years were uh, long distance, um, which makes it kind of like tough in a way, but it it also kind of challenged our relationship, which. I'll tell you was how, how it has been beneficial to answering the question how to be yourself. I'm going to tell it about later. I'm going to talk about it later. So, and recently we've also been talking about further steps. So after this relationship, you know, like I said, we've been f- four years together, two years in a long distance relationship, and now three months we've been like living together fully. And that's... A whole other thing like so that's where i get this feeling of i feel like i'm almost like losing myself i'm being morphed together with her because you know you're living together day by day and uh you know you the first ideas you get in your mind you bounce off her and vice versa um anyway so this is why i feel like a man needs to be able to stay themselves more maybe than a woman because the Man is the one who's driving this relationship. I mean, at least in a typical random or monogamous relationship, I will say. Um, and I find that I have some kinds issues with that. I don't know how to explain it really well. So what does that mean, you know, to be yourself in a way? How I classify it is just always having some kind of like North Star somewhere to go to. I generally have that, but I just, I remember the feeling when I was single is that I was always striving for something. I was always going somewhere and I was not satisfied. So because I was not satisfied, every day I woke up striving for something. But when you're in a relationship, you kind of get a bit comfortable. No one really talks about it. Uh, You get a bit comfortable. So that goal that you put there, it can wait maybe a day or two. Because, you know, Sunday, you might want to stay in bed instead of actually (laughs) doing like working up and, and doing a workout or something like that. Um, so, how does one, uh, you know, be themselves in a relationship? With my full 33 years of experience, I'm going to give you three tips. Again, this is just my personal experience. I mean, you, you might have a different experience. Let me know. Um, I guess the number one thing on how to really be yourself in a relationship is to, you have to test yourself. That's my experience so far, at least. You have to test yourself. By testing yourself, you will discover what your true self is. And if you don't test yourself, you'll always be lost. Again, this video is maybe more more geared towards guys, if you have, if you have not noticed by now, because, you know, I, I'm a guy, and uh, these are issues that um, I think mostly are related to guys. Women have their own issues, but I cannot really relate to those. So that's what I'm talking about. So how does one test themselves? Okay, number one, I would say, you know, again, also from personal experience, you need to be in a long-term relationship with a woman. You see, the the first time I, I, I started a relationship for me, you know, I was like 17 or 16, I did it out of a bet in a way. Not like a real bet, but more as a, more as a challenge, because people were saying back then I was like in high school that being in a relationship with one girl is boring. So I wanted to challenge that uh, that hypothesis. So once I started having a relationship with my girlfriend back then in high school, if she's watching or listening, you know who you are. Um, 
I found out actually the biggest reward that I got from it is that I got to learn so much about myself. You know, you get really tested when you're with someone, you know, your assumptions and, you know, your views and everything. So I, it was like intriguing. The, the Being with someone else revealed more about myself. And it tested my boundaries in a way of, I did not, I could not have thought of before. So number one, I would say, yeah, you need to be like in a long-term relationship. And I know this sounds maybe boring or whatever, but now that I'm old, I'm realizing that there are many people out there who have never had more than a year worth of relationship, for example. And for me, relationships, they come, they're not very hard for me personally, but I know from, it's not, I know I'm not the majority, especially for guys. So being in a long, in a long-term relationship, long-term, I consider more than a year at least, uh, you know, because then you've seen all seasons of the year, you've been with that person. You will discover so many things about yourself. You'll be surprised. Um, number two, uh, how to you know test yourself in order to be yourself is you need to change your physical appearance. Let me repeat that. I feel like I'm mumbling. You need to change your physical appearance. So that means if you're fat, lose weight. If you're skinny, gain some muscle, uh, or maybe even gain some some fat. You know, become bigger in a way. Because uh, I've seen every time when, you know, personally, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a trainer and I'm a personal trainer. So I even like the whole process of training and changing your body. Uh, but when you change your body, there's just something that happens with your environment. There's, some, there's something that happens with yourself. For example, if you're fat, if you're like big guy and you want to lose weight, you want to have a six pack or whatever, you go through so many steps. Most of it, which is more psychological. Your whole relationship with food changes. Your whole relationship with like restrictions, things changes. You know, it's like a personal battle in a way. When you are testing yourself through your physical, you are testing your true self. Because, you know, when you're at home thinking, okay, I'm losing weight. I should not be eating those cookies. But then you have those cookies in the house. Are you still going to eat it? Yes or no? And if you eat it, this is where the interesting things happen. What kind of self-talk do you have after that? For example, you've eaten the cookie that you're not allowed to eat because, you know, it's not good for your change that you're doing. Now, do you tell yourself like, okay, shit, I fucked up tomorrow, I'll try again. Or do you tell yourself, ah, you're fat fuck. How could you do that? You'll never get that six pack or whatever. Um, you see, so when you're testing yourself and the, you know, the more often you do, you know, basically if you keep doing until you succeed, you will find a way to, where your true character will come out. You will realize like, Hey, maybe I'm weak like that, you know, or you know what? Maybe I can be, I'm one who's very disciplined, but you will test yourself and you will get an answer from that, from changing your appearance. And of course it also applies for the other way around. If you skinny and you want to gain muscle. Honestly, I can tell you as a trainer, it's harder to gain, you know, weight, specifically muscle, than it is to lose fat. So for the skinny people, they have to work really hard. They have to be more disciplined than someone who's coming from a higher body weight and they want to lose weight. Um, But the same thing happens there. You come home and you are full, but you know you need to eat. So you need to find a way to find the discipline to make food and eat even though you don't feel like eating 
So change your physical appearance and you'll be testing yourself to know who you who you are truly are. And the last one. <sighs> How to be yourself by testing yourself. I mean, by testing yourself, you know, you know how to be yourself. The last way of, of how to test yourself, you need to make a lot of money. Yes, you need to make a lot of money. For the people out there who are wondering what this has to do with anything. As a guy, you know, our beauty is basically related to our resources. The more rich a guy is, the more prettier he is. You see it, girls like rich guys. Um, but for us guys also, our self-esteem is somehow wrapped into money. You know, there's no insecure rich guy out there. I mean, he might be, but he has so many ways of camouflaging it or living with it in a more, you know, chill manner, I would say. Um, so... When you are making money, your self-esteem changes, the environment changes around you because, you know, you can afford better things, you can live in better neighborhood, you attract prettier women. Um, life changes, basically, when, when you make more money. Now, I know some of you who are listening might be thinking like, well, listen, Theo, I don't know about making money part. I'm already doing my best and I'm barely getting back. So to you, I would say... If you feel like you cannot make any a significant amount of money that will change your life, try this. Something else I've tried myself. Trying living in a cheaper place. And I'm not talking about cheaper neighborhood. Like in a cheaper country. Go live to, in Thailand or Vietnam. Come to Africa in, in, in Zimbabwe or Rwanda. Um, where your money comes for almost double. You see, in these countries where the standard of living is much lower when you come there with a foreign currency and it doesn't matter you might even come from kenya you know these countries there's always a country that's cheaper than the ones you are in once you 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 go there with your foreign currency you exchange or you still work online and you're still making your foreign currency there you are technically rich in that country and then you know life changes as well <laughs> excuse me Just to give you an example. So like I told you, I grew up in the Netherlands mostly. Amsterdam to be specific. Amsterdam is also known to be one of the countries where prostitution is legal. So for those who don't know, yes, you can just go and buy sex basically. And these hookers, they, are, they have their stance, they pay taxes. It's all legal um, and it's all happening in the in public. I lived in, in, in near the city and I used to have a lot of friends who would go to prostitution things and I would bring them sometimes, you know, as an attraction, but some of them would even go in, pay for sex and then get out. I never personally never went there because I lived there and, and I did not, like there was no appeal for me to, to, to get there. But also in the back of the mind, also in the back of my mind, I always thought about it is you have to pay like 50 euros uh, and you just went in there for like 10 to 20 minutes max you know and that's it in my mind i was like man that's a lot of money for 20 minutes um so i didn't really want to but then at the same time i always thought that if i ever wanted to would i pay that much money for 20 minutes anyway so when i came to the to to run them i realized that 
There is also prostitution, prostitution here. It is maybe not as open and legal as it was in Amsterdam, but it's it's here. And the women here, they are charging, you know, how much do you think? Charging like 5 to 10 euros even sometimes. So when the price goes so low, then you start, you know, asking by yourself. Hmm. You know, your relationship with that deed changes because it is, it has, um, like I said, for myself, I thought I was doing it out of like morals or like, no, I'm good. I don't need blah, 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 blah. But once I came here and I realized, wait a second, for 10 euros, I can buy sex. Man, for that amount of money, I can, you know. So I got tested in that direction as well, because then you realize, oh, my God, this, this, you know, this, this, uh, um, attraction or this possibility that i have because of the my money that i have um it is um yeah it, it the bottom the thing that was stopping me from doing that it just got the barrier just got lowered you know and and i'm talking about in this one in the times that i was like a still a student um when i came here to do my internship um and i was discovering these things i was like oh my god so i had to reevaluate my relationship with prostitution here because i was oh, another thing also the prostitution here is also not very professional so <laughs> i remember i used to go out and then when i would leave there would be like these ladies you know s selling themselves on the streets but in amsterdam these ladies they will be like they'll be like hustling you they'll be asking for your attention they'll be like calling you hey daddy lale, what are you doing let's go have some fun but the <laughs> but the ladies in chigali they will look at you as if as if it as if they're like regular women on the streets they'll be staring at you you know very scarcely closed you can definitely realize this she's she's here for a job but she'll still not like approach you she'll still behave as if i should be the one who's going to like seduce her you know and once or not and anyway that's on a side note so by doing those three things you know going to long-term relationship changing your physical appearance and making a lot of money or moving to a place where your money is more worth. So AK moving to like a, a country that's poor, basically simply said, you know, Rwanda is one of those countries you can go to, uh, like I said, Uganda, Vietnam, you know, those are the countries at least that I know of. Um, you get tested. And as a man, whatever comes out of it, you will know what is your true value, you know, because sometimes you think like, hey, I'm like this, but once you change your body and you become hot then you realize you get all this attention are you still like this or are you now changing your standards or whatever um so guys that was the podcast for today <laughs> this was episode number one i thought i would bring it out on my birthday um i hope you enjoyed if you like this kind of content let me know i would like to know which uh, so in the next in the next episode i don't know which one what it, what that's going to be but uh yeah subscribe and uh, just give me like a comment i don't know if there's a way to give a comment in the podcast area just give me like a like or if this thing ever makes it to youtube give me a comment there and let me know how you, you what you thought what you thought of it and yeah i'd like to see you in the next uh, video can subscribe to this uh, podcast through the whatever channels you're listening to and uh, stay tuned i'm gonna have another drink here to my birthday
33 years old, 33 years old, an old man. Ooh, I like this one. Guys, to be honest, I like getting older. I feel like my my value is increasing, I'm getting more knowledge, I'm getting more experience. Yeah, my body is not as fresh as it used to be, but hey. I have more knowledge on how to deal with that. Happy birthday to my cousin as well, Hope. She's also, her birthday is also on the 15th of May. And to anyone else who's, uh, <laughs> who has a birthday in May. Cheers.